welcome back to the Extended Cut with LJJR. This episode will be our last episode of the year 2017, so we'll kind of be giving what we thought was pretty good this year. I'm Lou. As always, joining me is John. Hello. Joe. How we doing? And RJ. Hey. RJ, it's always good to have you with us. Always. Thanks, boys. Glad to be here. <laughs> nah, actually, it's... <laughs> fuck you. Wow. Wow. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's a All fair right. reaction. Well, on, on that note... So what was just... <laughs> so we're going to do one list. We're just going to have a list of our favorite movies of the year. Each have a list of our favorite TV of the year. And then a kind of a hodgepodge list. Yeah. In addition to those pouch. two lists. It's going to be a lot of fun. Joe, why don't you do the news? <laughs> We only have one piece of news this week, yeah. and it's a fan favorite. It's back. Oh. <laughs> Will Ben Affleck keeping Batman or not? All right. What was that? <laughs> no, that was we've, like, never uh, gone, we've never gone that far in the yeah. <laughs> uncharted <laughs> territory. Song is a vocal, apparently. And a hush falls over the crowd as the million-dollar question is... Gentlemen, will Ben Affleck keep being Batman or not? I'm going to have to go with a hard no. Lou? I second that hard no. RJ? I haven't been keeping up with any of this. Well, just, just, but just give a yes or no. your reactions, no. <laughs> As usual in the game, nobody wins because in reality, nobody knows. Ah. Because recent reports have come out that he's okay. still wants to direct a Batman movie, apparently, and he may be evaluating a return to the role, keeping everyone still in the dark, but probably no. I Don't give it to him. Don't let him. Well, don't if, let him. <laughs> isn't Matt Reeves? Didn't he do a script? <laughs> yeah, that's what, like, he's still talking about, like, well, if I find a script, I'll, like, the script's done. I'm almost certain it's, like, done. Yeah, or does he mean, like, a one after the Matt Reeves one? Well, the report came out that, like, he's gonna do Flashpoint but then he won't do anything else. Like, what does he want? <laughs> I don't understand anymore. Yeah. Kind of losing interest at this point. <laughs> I, it's a, I don't want to see Affleck touching Batman in any way at this point. Unless you, like, unless where you, did Affleck touch you as you hand Batman up that <laughs> Affleck action figure? If, he, if he's into it again, like... I don't... I, I like to... Yeah, yeah. I guess, but, like, also, I, I just don't get the feeling he's into it. Like, this whole process of what, us not knowing yeah. makes me think that he doesn't care. I, I agree, and also, just, like, the media hype is annoying, because one of the headlines I, I saw recently was, oh, Affleck might return to the role. When did he officially yeah, leave? Yeah, he hasn't left. Yeah. It's, like, all these articles and stories are just what's going on in his head. Also, like, the, I think the only DC movie next year is Aquaman, I'm pretty sure, right? Is that the only one next year? Because I think not until 2019. Damn. So, like, even, the, like, it's still so long until, like, there will be Batman at all in one of these. Yeah. Which yeah, is true. probably good, I mean. Yeah, give it, give it a breather. Yeah. So... That's yeah, the news. That's the news. <laughs> <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a slow week. Yeah, we want to just save time for the lists because it's going to be a doozy. Yeah, this is going to be a doozy. <clears throat> so who wants to start off their movie list? Hey, you should host. All right. <laughs> you should bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, Fucking got you, him. <laughs> you like saying lists, don't yeah. you? All right. I'll do the movie list first. I have one honorable mention <laughs> and then four. Okay. So, I mean... I mean, you could so say... So five. Yeah, could well, otherwise so known as... <laughs> some would call five movies. I, I, the only reason I keep, I'm keeping this as an honorable mention is because yeah. like, it's a decent drop-off from these ones. I feel you. And my honorable mention is one of our early podcasts, War for the Planet of the Apes. Damn good. It was a good send-off to Caesar's Trilogy. 
Uh, I just wish it was a little more of like the actual war stuff. I mean, there was some of it, but I, yeah, yeah. I I do recall it. I mean, I, it was a little slow for me. It got yeah. a little slow in the prison thing. Like we talked about that in our podcast. But yeah, like, yeah. Which people like, should listen all, to, by the way. I mean, right. the, I mean, like the motion capture is insane. Like the special effects. So the Andy Circus as yeah. a monkey. It's well, amazing. Woody Harrelson, he's good in this. Like, yeah. Really, only the main human character, like, at all in this. Yeah, that's true. I, I have when, when the stuff's going down, it's really good, and I really like. We called it Seal Team Ape. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was more of that, but that was all really good. I think what it, what you're saying like boils down for you is like it was good. It just doesn't didn't live up to the previous I, one for I, you. Gone's still my favorite. Okay. Like, not saying this one's bad. It just still made an honorable mention. So yeah, that's I mean, good. Yeah, I still liked it. Yeah. I still love good things about it. Well done. All right. Next one. I just bunched these three all into one. It's just the three MC, MCU movies that came out this year, which are Thor, Ragnarok, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians 2, in, in backwards order than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I'll go in regular order. Um, Guardians 2, I thought it built off well from the first one. Really, out of all three of these, this one probably most hits the feels. Yeah. Yeah. I had an emotional punch. Yeah, more of the emotional punch. Still really funny, still has a really good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yeah. I honestly enjoyed this one more than the first. That's how I was, too. I'll get more, like, yeah, but I, I definitely really enjoyed this. I think this was, personally, for me, my favorite MCU movie of the year. Yeah, I, um, I really, I wouldn't say it's my favorite MCU movie of the year, but, I mean, it's still really solid. I, yeah. I, that's why I bunched these all into one on the list, because, like, I feel like all these were, like, all these could be like top six of the MCU, like as a whole, right? Yeah, now. we were saying like they had their probably best year, like best performance. Yeah, wise. I feel like next year will be even better. Like God will, this one's even better. But okay, so the next one was Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, I really like Michael Keaton as a villain. I know Joe, you didn't really, but I feel like that was one. Of I the warmed best, up to him. I feel like that was one of the best things about this is normally the villains in the MCU <clears> kind of <throat> just fade, like you can't really remember them. But I thought he really did a great job. Yeah. Um, he was different. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, like a Spider-Man movie that's actual like high school, and everyone looks like. Yeah, right. School. Everyone looks their age. Um, I really like the Tony Stark, Peter Parker dynamic. I thought that was really good. I really like the new suit. Oh yeah, the new suit looks um, great. No, all no ugly crying in this one. Yeah, none of that. I live for the Tobey Maguire ugly crying. <laughs> I mean, I know you. I do. thought that was the one thing missing. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I know I have a deep connection to, like, spy the original Spider-Man with two McGuire's, but, I mean, overall, this is, I mean, probably pretty easily the best Spider-Man movie. Or at least the God best damn. sense. At least the best sense Spider-Man 2. It's trumping. Okay, I was going to say, that's trumping Spider-Man 2 for you. I mean, I, it's on the same level, I would say. I feel you. Um, and then Thor Ragnarok. Probably, I thought this was the funniest out of all three of these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah pure comedy, definitely. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because Guardians is supposed to kind of be the comedy franchise. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that they brought more levity to like their movie than yeah, more of an emotional journey in Guardians and more laughs in Ragnarok. Yeah. And also, I thought Ragnarok had a better soundtrack. Like Guardians had a good like soundtrack of actual songs, like purely like score wise, <coughs> kind of like a Stranger Things sort of soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the I don't know what's it called, like <laughs> like, uh, like, the, like the electronic <clears throat> kind of like eighties. Yeah, the the ambient yeah, synth, kinda. like like in Blade Runner. Yeah, like I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, 
I like that. Yeah, music. Yeah. Ah, right. Noise. I know what you mean. I thought all the action scenes were really great, and I really liked all the interactions with um, Thor and Loki. Yeah. Like, I thought all the characters in this were really like, and there was a decent bit of new characters, but it's a fun watch. I think I might probably I might like Ragnarok the best out of three of these. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Moving on. Hmm. This one, I'm going to say next, probably was my favorite movie of this year, was Blade Runner 2049. Oh, I wasn't expecting that, actually. Um, I hadn't seen the original until this year, so, like, I watched the original, like, maybe a week before this came out. Really enjoyed that. Really weird. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. But I still really liked it, and then I, f I feel like for 2049, <clears throat> it, like, made the first one better. And, like, expand on all the good elements of the first one. Yeah. Um, it also, like, even though it makes the first one better, it could stand on its own easily. Like, you don't need to see the first one. Right. And that's what... It, I remember that was one of those things I really didn't know going into it, is if it was going to be a sequel or more of a reboot. It was kind of both. Like, it... It's kind of just, like, its own thing. Like, you yeah. can take it as either. Mm -hmm. um, it, it definitely means more if you've seen the first one, I think. Yeah. Like, you, you're probably going to get more out of it, but it's not pivotal. Um... There wasn't much action in this, but I really like all the action was very like efficient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, really like hardcore, but like real quick. Everything mm -hmm. looks like it actually hurt. Yeah, <laughs> which is like sometimes the downfall of like action movies. Oh, right, and all it looks really good, like special effects. Yeah, like this, especially whenever um when he goes to Vegas. Yeah, like that whole orange thing. Yeah, that doll. The, the cinematography really was pretty insane. Yeah. Um, Beautifully made movie. Like, that would be, like... I think what first comes to mind is, like, beautiful, like, look and sound and everything yeah. like that to it. Um, and all the old returning characters and new people. Everyone, like, Harrison Ford did Harrison really Ford reviving another role. Um, he's, he's back. I thought Gosling was really great. I normally don't like Jared Leto a ton, but I thought he was... He wasn't in this much, but I did not like him. Like, I thought he did fine. His, like, role was just so His weird and, like, underwritten. Yeah. 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 But it, I still I thought it was a cool character. And they released, like, they had those couple YouTube shorts they released before. I didn't know about any of those till after the fact. Um, and I was like, I, I guess those would have helped to kind of understand his character more. Yeah, his was cool. I, I really liked the opening scene with uh, Dave Batista. Batista. I thought that was real cool. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a slow burn movie, but... I mean, it's I really like almost it. three hours. Right? Yeah, it's not an easy watch at all. It's nah. three hours of like really intellectual, yeah, like, like, deep like, stuff. Like we said, not a ton of action. It's I mean, not action a put in the background movie. It's yeah. you're sitting and watching every part of it. Um, yeah. and kind of like what I liked about Last Jedi is like <clears throat> the questions you want answered aren't really answered, but it doesn't really matter. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. Next movie, Logan. Ooh, Ooh, real good. Prob probable final Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. What a way to go Hopefully. Hope, yeah. I hope, personally. Um, but I thought this was the best of Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart out of, like, all the X-Men movies. Like, Yeah, this was, like... Especially Patrick Stewart. I feel like... He, I mean, Hugh Jackman does do great in this, but he's really the standout, I feel. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give my thoughts whenever I kind of get to it, because it's on my list, too. But uh, as a whole, I'd say, like... Because there, there was a... I don't... Talks cooled down initially, but they were going to do a Last of Us movie. They, uh, like, on that game, the PS4 game. But this I, this was that movie. <clears throat> like, I don't know how you could go out and, like, make that movie and not be like, oh, it doesn't stack up to Logan. Because it doesn't. Like, this movie was phenomenal, I thought, through and through. Yeah, no. 
really good. I mean, everything. Like, all the performances are great. The action's good. I think it, like, the the younger Hugh Jackman, like, the X-24. X-24. X-23 is the girl, right? Yeah, X-24 yeah. is the I mean, clone. maybe, I don't know if they did, like, makeup or CGI or what, but, like, it looked like just a younger Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah and even the way, like, really he good. carries himself as, like, the younger version, like, then when you see, like, the old beaten down Logan, like... Yeah, it... Yeah, really, really I'd good. Say the only part this maybe drags a little bit is when they get to Eden. When That's he's kind of just yeah. sleeping, waking up, sleeping and waking That's up. That's fair. <laughs> so near death yeah. at that point. But, um, I mean, the it's when... I mean, spoilers for all these, of course. But when, right. Um, Professor X dies, that's really emotional. Definitely. Yeah, that hit hard. Um, hit home. But, I mean, I just, and, like, I really like the villain this also. Like, I think everything was... It's a really solid movie. Really I think strong. My favorite... Yeah, I think easily my favorite of all the X-Men movies. I'd I'd agree. Um, and then my last of favorite movies is The Last Jedi. Ooh, what? Which, wow. Um, wow. Oh, wow. I, I mean... Very, very controversial. Yeah, it's yeah. very controversial. Um, and I can see why. Like, I can understand why people don't like it. But it's kind of... It's kind of... It's not similar to Blade Runner 2049, but I like it for the same reasons. As in, like, it really goes its own way. It, like, creates its own thing, and it's something different. And, like, what you think is important in it, they make that, like... It's I don't know. It's hard to explain it. Like, <laughs> they they keep just as the viewer they keep throwing you around. Yeah, uh, like defying what you would expect. Like kind of twenty forty nine, you were expecting like to find out if Decker's a replicant or not. But like in the end, like it doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I feel like it's kind of the same in this. Like a lot of the things people wanted, it didn't matter. But I feel like it really took Star Wars to like a different level. It's never been at before. That's fair. But, um, yeah, I, I and I, that. I mean, I, and Mark Hamill <sighs> recently was saying how like it wasn't his Luke, but he kind of he kind of like, rescinded. Yeah, that. I feel like at the end when he comes back, that is it's so Luke. Yeah, when he's like talking to <clears> Yeah, and I, like I, even the way like he like moves his, like his facial expressions, like it's so he's like young again in there. I never got the sense that it wasn't like the right characterization. And it was, like it, where I had a problem was the like, carrying out of like how they went about it, but. I still, I still like that characterization of the older beaten down Luke. And yeah, and I, I think like it's not supposed like at first he's not supposed to be the old Luke. Mm-hmm. Like why, why he's at that island or what's what he's been through and how long it's been like, he's a different guy now. I mean I don't think you can just yeah he wasn't gonna be the same Luke. right now, but really great, and that's my 2017 movie that nicely done. I fondly enjoyed, fondly. I fondled and I fondled and enjoyed. And enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's the podcast. Like uh, us no, on Twitter. That will do. Who's next? I'll I'll go next. Yeah, let's just keep doing okay. this. Yeah, we'll, we'll go in the circle that the listeners can't see. Bad radio. Um, but all right, so there's a a good bit of overlap between my <laughs> list and Lou's. So I'll cover the ones that were the same, and then I'll end with the the ones that are different. But um, I didn't make MCU its own thing, I kind of picked and choose which ones made my list, and the one that made the list was uh, Thor Ragnarok. I thought that this was probably, it it was kind of a surprise for me, because I really, as far as Marvel characters go, Thor was probably the one I cared about the least, and especially because Dark World was such a disappointment, and I like, I, I didn't really care much when it was being developed, I didn't follow it at all, and then when it started getting amazing reviews, I was pretty surprised. Yeah, real bounce back story. <laughs> yeah, and I liked pretty much all the movies on my list, and, and I'll talk about it more, but 
they either like they pushed boundaries within their own franchise or they it, they just did something entirely unique and i think as far as um really paving the way for something different you know we had a thor movie that was like pure comedy pretty yeah. much yeah. i feel like they kind of tried it in <clears throat> dark world like there's a lot of humor in dark world but yeah maybe not good humor dark world's like <laughs> this oh. yeah yeah so we saw a comedy that worked really well uh, a total artistic shift as far as the thor movies are concerned it's very colorful it's very kind of quirky like 80s yeah and you see and once again um, i think joe you're the one that mentioned this when we talked about marvel movies but you see directors taking more creative control yeah over each yeah. individual movie so i hope we see more of that in the future for marvel um, uh, keeping in line with superheroes, I put Wonder Woman on there too. Um, the reason Wonder Woman's there is because this was the one DC movie I really genuinely enjoyed. Um, <laughs> despite all the controversy with DC and despite the fact that, you know, I was very, uh, underwhelmed by Justice League, um, I think that this was just a high quality superhero movie and one that I still cling to this as hope that DC can make a good movie. I thought that Gal Gadot was... Probably the perfect Wonder Woman. She was really good. Beautiful. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, yeah, she was great. Yeah, no, she, she was great with the character. The The story was great. Um, and it wasn't... It, it, it just... It didn't... It didn't succumb to all the other things that DC seems to be struggling with. Yeah. You know? It feels like the only thing it might have was big CGI villain at the end. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, it had the big CGI villain, but I felt more invested in the story itself. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. All the other DC movies have been thrusting a lot of characters in, and the story is focused on bringing them together and having them confront the giant villain. Whereas here, it was just one person. And yeah. really being able to dive into their background, and I enjoyed that a lot. That's a good point. Yeah. So Wonder Woman made the list. <clears throat> um, Blade Runner 2049, much like Lou was on mine. Um, this was also the first time I got a chance to see the original Blade Runner was because of this movie. Definitely watch the director's cut. Oh. The final cut. Uh, yeah. What are you saying? The, yeah, <laughs> watch the final cut of Blade Runner and then watch 2049 is my recommendation. But yeah. not much more to say beyond what Lou said. This is just It's a beautiful movie visually. Um, they definitely they defied audience expectations. Not just in that they, they didn't answer the questions you wanted to be answered, but they... They made a good reboot, you know? Like, I feel like when people see reboots of movies from the 80s, they're like, oh, not again. Because it's like yeah. Hollywood's running out of ideas. But they definitely made this one stand on its own. And I appreciate that. Um, and then my last two, Logan, which probably was... This was... Logan was probably my favorite movie of 2017, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned earlier, all my movies push boundaries in some way. I think this one, like, redefined what a superhero movie can be. Which is just, like also pure hardcore R-rated drama. I, I feel like that's always what Wolverine should have been. Agreed. Absolutely. You know, and it's because uh, and something I thought of recently, which I don't really know if we ever drew this connection, but you know, we always talk about wanting DC movies to be darker. You know, we don't really want the family friendly, colorful, quippy Marvel stuff. This was it. Like this was the dark superhero yeah. movie. And yeah. It, it just, and like it being dark <clears throat> and like really violent, it doesn't mean there's still humor in this. And like, when it, yeah, as when it works, you still yeah. have a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. it just be just because a like a superhero movie's darker, that doesn't mean it has to be like mm -hmm. downright depressing. I yeah. mean, there's definitely hard moments in this, but like, 
Yeah. It's still really enjoyable while you're watching it. Yeah, and I mean, my whole thing is that the reason I like Wonder Woman, too, is because I really like when movies, even superhero action movies, are character-driven. And the thing that really drove this was Professor X and Logan and how their characters have changed and yeah. how they interact with one another. Absolutely. That's really what pushed yeah. it beyond just the action. Um, so really, really incredible movie. And finally, I had uh, Get Out in my top five. Oh, yeah. Plug, yeah, oh, plug yeah. my ears because I have not seen it. And as much as we are a spoilers podcast, I really Does care okay. about not knowing. You give a pretty good review. With, I don't think you have to I don't have this. I won't spoil anything. But, okay, so what I will say is, and I mean, there's not much I can say that, you know, critics haven't yeah. already said, which is that it was kind of a... Very surprising. It was a sleeper. A horror movie by... By Key and Peele. Jordan by Peele, Peele yeah. Right. You know, and so, yeah, you <coughs> with all those elements, it's a horror movie by Jordan Peele with really no super famous actors in it, you know. And when you hear the plot, it almost sounds kind of silly. It almost sound. it's almost kind of like a, key, a dark Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, like it, it, so- it sounds yeah. as if it would border on horror comedy, um, but... I think that's what they put it as. The, yeah, yeah, like, like very dark humor, but like yeah, and they're, and they're and very bizarre. <laughs> there, there is humor, but at the end of the day, it's not a comedy. It has funny scenes, but it, the whole thing's not one joke or dream or whatever. Yeah. Like it actually hits on some pretty relevant uh, social commentary, actually, which is again surprising. Kind of pushed the genre a bit. Yeah, um, and not like in your face about it. Like yeah. Um, very suspenseful, very well acted, and I thought that the story and the directing were, were pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So I think just because of how surprising this was, that's why I made my top five. And my the last two I want to mention are honorable mentions. One is Last Jedi. It's an honorable mention because, and you know, for those who listen to our Last Jedi podcast, I did not enjoy this the first time. I've since seen it again, and I found a lot more to like about it. Same. Um, yeah, Joe as well. And even if, <laughs> even if I absolutely hated it. It's it's still a Star Wars movie. Like it's still pretty much it was the thing I was looking forward to the most in 2017. So you know I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. And I also um, I think Joe I can this is a good thing to hand off to you as we segue over because you saw this too. But the founder, yeah, the founder starring Michael Keaton. That was uh, really great. Yeah, and that was a that for me was a, a rainy day Netflix watch. I had never heard of it. Yeah. I didn't know I. I I saw Michael Keaton and the McDonald's arch. I was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, I'm in. Like, that was me. Like, yeah, well, I thought, it sounds so stupid, I thought it was going to be an actual documentary about the making of McDonald's, and I thought it was just going to be boring and I'd fall asleep, but it was, it, it's realistic fiction, I guess. It, what I really liked about The Founder was, it doesn't shy away from the fact that, like, Ray Croft wasn't necessarily, like, a great guy. Yeah. But you still find yourself rooting for him. I don't know. Did you get the he, same yeah, sort of Yeah, he was kind of an anti. See, I like, didn't for I, I was, like, all in on his drive and his, like, charisma. Like, Definitely. it went you over, but his, like, yeah. tactics are, like, super, super questionable. And I really liked that. Like, it was a really, like, fun watch for me. It was. Yeah, and I... I take back what I said. It wasn't realistic fiction because obviously it happened. It was just, <laughs> it was just very dramatized, um, is the word I would use. And yeah, I uh, fictionalized fictionalized reality, <laughs> <laughs> augmented reality. But yeah, and Michael Keaton plays Ray Kroc, who's the um, I say Croft, Ray McDonald. Yeah, it's Croc. Is it Croc? It's Croc. It's Croc. Croc yeah, you said Laura Croft. I said Laura. Cro- I said <laughs> I said Ray Kroc <laughs> is a Tomb Raider. Yeah, easy mistake. But <laughs> why is it called McDonald? Because, well, spoilers, but (laughs) spoilers, (laughs) spoilers for reality, but (laughs) he like, 
Raycock was just a, he was a kind of failed salesman, and he went to the very first McDonald's restaurant was actually owned by two brothers who were named two like brothers, two brothers, <laughs> Rick and Morty reference, but they were actually named McDonald, McDonald, <laughs> McDonald. No, they they were the McDonald brothers, and they kind of started the Ronald whole idea Ronald. of McDonald's fest. <laughs> and, then he, and then he like yeah, he he thought it was a great idea, okay. and he convinced them to franchise it. Yeah. And franchise, 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 and then he he just totally screwed them. Yeah, and took the business for himself, and they got nothing out. They of it. screwed them out of like billions. <laughs> and, but for that reason, you know he's being greedy, and you know that he's screwing these brothers over. But at the same time, he starts from nothing at the beginning like, of the movie, get your money, Ray. and you kind of want him to succeed. Kind of like, yeah. Kind of sounds somewhat similar to Social Network, maybe a little bit, perhaps. Yeah, because yeah. you'd recognize it, like yeah, you know he's a bad guy, but you still like, but he's not bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he he just wants his money. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's cool. just trying to you know That's, fulfill the American yeah, dream. I'd agree. Yeah. Right. Um. So that was my top five and two uh, two honorable mentions. Right. With that, I give I give the mic to Joe. And now I'm handed the mic. Nah, it's a stationary. Um, so I'll start with my... For, like, I have two honorable mentions bleh, as I fiddle with the pen. Um, so my first honorable mention was Wonder Woman. For all the reasons Wonder you Wonder Woman! Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the cartoon, not the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a real oldie, but a goodie. Um, but, yeah, it's it showed that kind of hope that DC fans were looking for, like, okay, you guys can make a good movie. Yeah. And it, then like, they it's, didn't it's, follow it's up a on It's a non-Zack uh, Snyder, like, has a lot of heart, really a character-driven story, which isn't what we always get with DC, that it definitely benefits in the long run. I mean, like, that, while we said, yes, it does have that large CGI mess in, at the end, it still somehow has stakes that the other ones necessarily didn't because I cared about those characters. Like, I learned about, like, what made them tick and, like, what their aspirations and things like were. And Yeah, and, and I think that's probably why, as of now, Wonder Woman is probably my favorite member of the Justice League that we've seen on screen. Yeah. and we, We've just seen the most of and her. And it was just a great showing of, like, this strong female character and... Um, Gal Gadot was great in it. I've I really have enjoyed her performances so far, like in all three outings that she's done. Um, so Please marry me, Gal Gadot. <laughs> if you're listening, which she is, she definitely it's is. It's also neat that there's not a ton of movies that are World War One. Like we see a lot yeah. of World War Two, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was like a fresh kind of um, time frame that we don't always see. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> World War One, it's fresh, it's hip, it's fresh it's now, it's new, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the Revolutionary War, you'll love World War I. World War One. Um, the movie. <laughs> but uh, my second honorable mention, personal favorite of mine, Beauty and the Beast. This uh, year, yeah, I, I saw it. I, 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 I loved it. I've seen it like a bunch of times already this year. If I'm being honest, should have put that in my this honorable mention. This is definitely the strongest of these like Disney reboot. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, the cast was great. Uh, Emma Watson, phenomenal. Yeah. I Dan Stevens, he's in one of my picks for later in our lists episode. But um, Andy Serkis is the beast. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything but, that's uh, motion capped. The music was so good. I was listening to the soundtrack before the movie came out. That's how much like I was really I into this movie. Like the Ariana Grande, John Legend. Oh yeah, that yeah. one was good. Like but um, wait, show. I have a quick so not to interrupt Joe, but I have a quick just like story. Is Lou? Do you remember you like? Like, we wanted to listen to the soundtrack, and you downloaded it from, maybe it was Apple Music, but it was, like, the Chinese version. 
Oh so, uh, yeah. yeah, we were it in your was, car. Because it, it it's a Chinese version. Like, it's in the Chinese language, but the songs are still the American names. Yeah. So you just, like, you thought you were downloading <laughs> so, the English so version? Like the, the first song where it's like Bonjour. Yeah. Like, even bo Bonjour. It's still it, French. Yeah, it's yeah. a different word. And then she's the end the end. You know, we were. I was just listening to. It, I was like, "What the?" <laughs> it, it was funny because we were in the car. We were getting real hyped during the bonjour part. It's like waiting for the bass to drop. We were like waiting for the lyrics, and then it was just Mandarin. We were just so confused. <laughs> what a story, Mark. Yeah, and yeah. So um, it was humiliating on Lou's part. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, really great, really great movie. If I had, I I tried to keep it to a top five, but this is like essentially my six. If I yeah, really had to like pick it, really yeah. Um, I'd say the the only thing I didn't like a ton was the Beast solo song. That new yeah, song they fair. added to it. I, the thing I really liked about the additions was I never, I don't know. Kinda I didn't, like I didn't really. Dad, I, I didn't dislike any of the additions though. I, like that's the problem with sometimes like reboots or stuff like that where you adaptions and you add stuff. It'll feel like kind of shoehorned in, favorite word of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it'll feel like out of place and you'll know it's new and you're like, won't be accepting of it. I, I really liked all the new stuff. That yeah, most of the new things I didn't mind, I just, I feel like out of yeah. all the songs, that was like... That's fair. It was kind of bland. Yeah, it yeah. was just kind of like a... Right. I think it was more sort of fit the scene for them being a great song. Or just like kind of give the Beast his own song. Yeah. 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 Remember yeah. how there was such a big deal about um, his assistant being gay and then it, th it, was like, it was like a blink and you miss it. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> even then, like, it's not even like he's he's not definitely gay even. He's just dancing with a guy at the end. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, he probably is. But Josh Gad <laughs> Josh Gad was great in that. I really liked him in it. I, I like Gaston a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um But yeah, that was that was probably my number six. Uh I'll do for my top five, I'll do the ones first that we already kind of touched on. Um Logan, I'll talk about first. This is Probably for me, this is my dream, like, best picture award. Like, that's what I would love it to see it get, because I loved this movie so much. I've seen it a handful of times since it came out in theaters. I saw it in theaters, too, and it every viewing, I find something new I love about it. It You touched on the hard art aspect of it, where it's not even, like, yes, the character of Wolverine, like, the... The action requires it to be like to fully do Wolverine. It it requires it to have a hard R, mm -hmm. um, like R rating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, I knew what you meant. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Right. I. I'm hearing myself. Hardy har har. Oh, this isn't a. Uh, what's his name? Who directed Hateful Eight? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, this is the Quentin Tarantino movie with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> it's not. It ain't that kind of movie. It's not, it's not that hard of an art. <laughs> That's really funny. Not I did that not, type of art. I was not catching myself till I saw you giggling. But I, uh, okay. So yeah, the action itself was good with the R rating, but the like story itself, it's an intense story. His mentor gets like slaughtered, like things like that, mm -hmm. where it requires that R rating to like fully tell it. And, I really appreciate it for that, and that story in itself is phenomenal, and all the characters are great, the acting was great in it. Um, nothing but the best to say for this movie. I'll keep it to that, because we've already talked about it. This is the third time. Um, War for the Planet Apes. I, I would put this in my top five, because I found this to be a really great closing out of the trilogy that um, they had done with this storyline, and 
I can see where you you kind of found fault with it, like, kind of dragging, but I don't know, I, I, the character of Caesar himself, like, what you see him go through in that section, I really, like, I don't know, I found yeah. to be really, um, tugging at the heartstrings so sort of it's thing. It's probably the most personal, like, yeah. Caesar's part. Absolutely, I would say so, too, and, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Woody Harrelson was great in it. Um, it took a lot of, like, homages from great war movies that I found to be cool to see, like Apocalypse Now, I know we talked about. Yeah, had a good sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff, and so I really, really enjoyed that. Um, for the MCU, we all kind of used the MCU, well, you actually just talked about Ragnarok. For, I guess I'll just mainly talk about Guardians, because I enjoyed this more than number one, um, because the story was kind of increased, it, it had deeper levels to it than the first one necessarily did with out sacrificing like the great comedy or the soundtrack that the first one had like it was it was everything that made the first one good and better yeah um yeah and i i'm huge kurt russell guy big kurt russell yeah he's really good yeah and he's great in it so i was all for it um and yeah i just kind of go with lou saying that it was probably like their best year yet and it it probably will get better and better. Get better. I mean, I mean nowhere to go but up. Who's to say? For my next movies, the next two, I would, I had Baby Driver by Edgar Wright. Um, I loved this movie. He's one of my favorite directors. Like the way he utilizes his soundtracks into the stories, um, and his characters are some of the most fascinating, like ones that I think directors are able to do. Um, I just had a really, really good time with this movie. It's fast, fun, entertaining, um, without sacrificing, like, good character development mm-hmm. or, like, story, which I found to be really entertaining. Boss baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just do, ba- it, is, do what they do. Is Baby Driver the one with Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Pre, uh. pre, uh... There, there are two of those, like, kind of heist... What was the Boss baby's Kevin Spacey, too. I think. No, that's, a uh, Al Yeah. Unless that, Kevin Spacey's a different They're character. the same person. Uh, Kevin Spacey's better. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> Way I better. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was Logan Lucky or Baby Driver that had Kevin Spacey. But Logan Lucky has Daniel Craig. Yeah. Which I still haven't seen, but I hear good things about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Baby Driver, really great um, by Edgar Wright. So it was, you know it's kind of already going to be good. I feel like he doesn't yeah. really make bad movies so far that I've seen. And then my last pick was Disaster Artist. Um... For all the people that love The Room, this is, like, the perfect movie to see. James Franco's performance as Tom Wilson was, like, insanely good. Because it just harped on, like, how absolutely weird this guy is. I Three things about him right at the bat that still to this day nobody knows is how old he is, how he's made his money, and where he's from. And it's so strange, but, like... pivotal. Yeah, it's, me. like, essential in knowing a person, and nobody knows it about him, and... Uh, like, James Franco method acted to where he stayed in character all the time, but, like, not full-blown where you couldn't talk to James Franco, but he would, like, keep the voice going while he'd direct and act, so he definitely, like, put a lot of his heart and soul, I feel like, into this project, and it shows, and, and it's got that good chemistry of him, his brother, Seth Rogen, like, those guys where you can tell they're having fun with this movie, Yeah. and I really, 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 really loved it. Yeah, John and I wanted to see it, but it's only playing like the waterfront. Yeah, it was it was select, like theaters select theaters to start, and then it got expanded. So I don't know if it's out to other stuff more now, but it was initially just select theaters. I'm sure we'll see it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it. I feel like that had a lot of potential to be on my list, but I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I haven't seen the full room movie yet. Oh, I, mean, I, I, watched the, I watched the first 20 minutes and there's like two sex scenes. Yeah, exactly. They are five minutes apart and they use recycled footage, I'm pretty certain. And he is having sex with her belly button. Yeah. She, that's one of the lines in the movie. He's like, I think you're aiming a little high. He's like, I know where I'm aiming. <laughs> they, um, you can watch the. F it's on YouTube. You, yeah, I know. Is it a full room on YouTube? Yeah. Oh. That's how I watched it most recently because I was not about to pay it's for the It's a big Hollywood movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I was just watching online, and the two sex teams came up, and like, I was like, "Oh, they're, they're like five <laughs> minutes apart, but they're each so long, and they have their own R and B music playing in the yeah. background." It's the just... cool thing about Disasters was like every weird scene that you can think of in the room, it kind of touches on that in the Disasters. It was like how it's made and how everyone around Tommy was like, "This is kind of weird. Are we sure we want to do this?" And like Tommy's like, "Shh." completely sure of himself yeah and it was like the weirdest thing ever like there's even a part where mark talks about this girl who got caught cheating on her boyfriend with like five other guys and they all beat him up beat her up and then tommy responds with like a haha what a story mark and the director's like i don't think that's a funny story like i don't think you're supposed to laugh at that and he's like it's human emotion it doesn't make sense like it's yeah. so weird but so funny yeah i'm really and they don't I mean, my understanding of it is they—they're not necessarily making fun of him. No, like, like yeah, it's, it's, like they, they... that's how we kind of got the the rights to do this. Was like he assured Tom, he's like, I'm not making fun of you. It's like I'm telling your story. Yeah, more so. Yeah, and like he he Tommy Weasel like approves of it. Yeah, so. he does. He yeah, and um makes it even better. And like also he's come out and been like, I just like people treat this movie as an event. Like he's bought into the uh, the whole like. The, the room's the best worst movie ever. Like, he's yeah. bought into that by now because yeah. it's making him a ton of money. Exactly. So. But that's my list. RJ. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, uh, I'll get through the ones that you guys already said. Uh, it's Spider Man Homecoming. Good one. We already talked about that. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2, talked about that. Get Out was another one that we talked about. <laughs> um,. The Big Sick was oh, that Oh, I one. didn't see that yet. How was it? It was a... Well, I, I really liked, Yeah, I really liked <laughs> it. It was just like a nice touch on... It was romantic comedy, but I forget what the actor's name is. It's like Kumanj um, or something. Yeah, I'm not that to try to... <laughs> no, I'm not going to... pronounce I, Kumanji. No, I see... It was Kumanji I see him on Twitter a lot. I, I don't know it exactly, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's just... He's like one of my favorite actors because he's in Silicon Valley. And he was just... That's like his true story it's, about how his wife got sick and he had to spend time with his wife's parents who didn't uh, accept him. And then they all became friends. And like, it was just a good... Movie. Good so plot. is that like Kumail. the basis of the plot? Kumail. Kumail. Nanjiani. Yeah, looking at it doesn't help anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he's like, he's a really good actor and he's funny. And I, I didn't see a lot of movies this year. Bo Burnham's in. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Wow. That's some pretty big names. Oh, yeah. Ray Romano. Yeah. It's wow. the dad. <laughs> but he's yeah, I didn't see a lot. Of movies this year so that's up there and then it is a oh i loved one. it i was gonna was, i was thinking about making an honorable mention for me did you see the original yeah yeah I, that's kind of what kept me off it kept it off the list for me was because i really loved the original and really? i loved it a little bit more i but, like the um, new one so much more than really the original. okay that's yeah. interesting like I, the yeah. original is like a tv 
thing is. It was like a TV two-parter. It was a yeah. two-parter, yeah. And it had, like, the kids as kids and then as adults, like, 27 years later. I hated the adult part in that. So that's why yeah. that's why I like the new one, because it was just the kids. Yeah, and right. I understand that they're, well, they're, they're going to have a, a sequel, part two, yeah. but they're going to focus on the adults and not have, like, this... The back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So no, but I, I, he did a really good job. Um, as Pennywise, I thought he was like, oh, yeah. super scary. And as I understand it, this one was a little bit more faithful to the book in terms of certain like things they did. Yeah. Um, I I had an awesome time watching this movie. Like I was like balled up in the theater. Like yeah. like seriously, like, it was so fun to watch it. Like there were a lot more jump scares. Yeah, ton more. In that and yeah, good good, good list. Good list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or as I always keeping it short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, yeah, yeah. On to the TV list. Okay. I only have three for this. I also only have three. I have five. Wow, get out of here. Hey! <laughs> Alright, so first on my TV list is Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, I, I watched all, like, all three seasons this year. I had never watched oh, you it before. I okay. binged it before once. Well, I guess this, it'll, it'll tie into my next one. But, I mean... It's like a really funny and unique show. Like I, there's yeah. not really anything like it. I mean, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, all the characters are great, and I mean, it's really funny. Like I, Everyone, I like the different character dynamics in it. Because this is also on my list, so I'll just like kind of join in yeah. the discussion with you. But um, it like it's so smart, and it it's and it gets a lot of flat because flat because like. The, there's a toxic side of the fan base, I think, in Rick and Morty that thinks it's like to way be fair. Than you everybody. need a really high IQ to understand. Rick <laughs> right, <Morty's> that's <laughs> what I like fan base. I, I like to make fun of that also, yeah. but um, and but that's the, like everything. Yeah, has all like, like a the certain like over rational. But like this, oh, I, I think oh, there's like that. a certain aspect yeah. of that comedy that's like really funny, like really quick, like yeah. There's always a moment that makes me laugh out loud in every episode. <laughs> there's really like, there's a lot of. You really have to watch episodes a couple times to get everything. Like, yeah. there's so much packed into all these. Because there's also an overarching storyline, like, with each episode. Like, stuff carries over, which I thought yeah, would be and cool. Like, and I like, like, oh, like even though they go on all these crazy sci-fi things, like, at its core, it's really just, like, about, it's like a family. Yeah. Like, a really, really dysfunctional that, that, yeah, family. that's always what it comes back to. Yeah. And this season was really great, too. I really liked yeah, this season. Yeah, I really season. enjoyed this. I what was your favorite episode for this newest season, if you had to think about it? Probably the, the, the first opener. One. Yeah, yeah the that's opener. what I that or the Citadel. That's like that's probably Rick at his best. The like, opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd agree. That's like the most Rick out of like anything. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. And, I really enjoyed the, the Citadel episode. The Citadel and the season finale, I really liked a lot too. I I mean I didn't hate it at I, first I didn't like the finale but watching it again like I thought it, like when him and the president him and the president at the very so end when like it's all these like secret things the president's fighting him with and like mm -hmm. it's just it's really funny or the or the part where he shrinks down and he's like yeah they actually just solved the Middle East with a it's simple if you think about it Bill <laughs> like that yeah. was the name of the Bill <laughs> <laughs> yeah th th there's yeah, there's so many little one liners like that that are smart. That are packed in, and I think because of that, that's how you get the cancerous fan base. They're like, yeah. oh, you need to be so smart to get these. Jokes. So I saw a tweet that was like, So, do I have to go back for my master's before I watch Rick and Morty, or will I be yeah. on the bachelor's? Yeah, <laughs> People over overhype it. And sometimes I see stuff, they're like, Oh, if you watch this episode, it's just like like some Shakespeare thing or like real old stuff. It's like, That's not on purpose. Like, yeah. they're not writing this being like, Oh, this will be an homage. Shakespeare like, did every storyline. 
That's why I, I think kind of like... <laughs> it's just coincidence. It's kind of like we were talking about movies like The Last Jedi almost intentionally screw with the audience. I think that's what they're doing with Rick and Morty now. Like, the finale is not at all what people wanted, and it just, like, resets the clock and basically yeah. just says F you to all of the yeah. crazy fans who thought they were going to predict what happened. Like, of course not. At the end, they were literally like, oh, I like this dynamic, we're back to this. Like, yeah, and they, like, the show's just, the show's self-aware, and it's just like, we're just going to do whatever. Like, there's no grander yeah. plan at and all. I really hope they really, like, don't really give Rick an origin. No, nah, I like, don't want him to. I, I want just this, because I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to sympathize too much with Rick. Like, he's a bad guy. And yeah. like, it's fun to watch his adventures, but you, like you don't want to be like, oh, like this is the reason he's bad. Like, no, just I, I, don't, like I don't a, want it. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't want that either because I want to just keep it like this is a really shitty guy. Yeah, and like it doesn't really. It, it could just be shit. one of those running gags you don't actually need to answer. Yeah, or, like, yeah. They could keep like faking it, kind of how they faked it in like the like beginning of season three. Like what? they could just like keep doing different, like kind of like the Joker. <laughs> he makes how, like, fake memories, just multiple <laughs> backstories. Yeah. Like, we're still in the showies. Um. But yeah, but kind of what got me into Rick and Morty was what's next on my list is Samurai Jack. Oh. Its final season was this year. I forgot about which, it. Which um, I think it might have been episode three or four, but it was whatever was April Fools, and then like the Rick and Morty season three premiered, and I was <laughs> pissed. But and looking back now, it's, I really like Rick and Morty. Also, I I never watched it before. Yeah, you're right. I, I was there. The the um, anger was palpable that night <laughs> of the incident. But um, I mean I. Kind of like what we said about Logan, um, like this is always it should have always been like an adult show. That this season was so good. I mean, it really it took everything to another level. Like it had good like Easter eggs of the early show, like but the like old assassin. Not, not too many things, but I, especially the first two thirds of this. I mean, it's re like kind of it's kind of a like Jack loses his way. He's been there for so long. Like he doesn't have his sword anymore. He's just using guns. Uh, and, yeah. like, it's kind of a mix of, like, samurai and western and sci-fi and, like, Mad Max. Yeah. Like, all into one. But, I mean, like, when it, like, especially the first three episodes when Jack's, like, not even, it's not even starting, like, his redemption arc, really. Like, he's just, like... He's, like, crazy. He's really lost his way, and, like, he's just straight up, like, he kills now. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it goes back, you find out, like, when he originally first killed, and, like, he redeems himself. And he becomes, like... The Samurai Jack that, like, we all remember. But, I mean, it's it's really cool seeing, like, him just, like, losing everything and, like... It, it's it was, like, a Logan of sorts. It, I, I think it's very similar to Mad Max. Oh, just, yeah, that's like, awesome. He's just been, like, he's just been through so much at this point. Like, he's just surviving. But, yeah. I mean, it, I, yeah, I really... And so well done. It was a really, really yeah, well done it was season. A really great show. Yeah. And then my other TV show, which is our most viewed episode, I mean, most listened episode, is Stranger Ooh. Things Season 2. And I'm going to guess your reason right now, Steve. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but, um, honestly, though, that character development. Yeah, it really, <laughs> let me tell you. It really, let me build, tell you it really builds it. on everything from the first season. Like, all the characters... I mean, the character was all great in the first season, but this really... I feel like what really was great, not as much they build on the characters, but they build on the relationships. Yeah. Like, you know, Steve and Dustin, that was great. Um, seeing the... Within the group, too, within their friend group, like, kind yeah. of their dynamic a little it's, bit more without Eleven. Eleven and Hopper, I thought, was really great. That, yeah. Like, adding Mad Max. Like, the father-son. Yeah. Um, um, I, I One mean, of my favorite parts of this was you actually got to see some, like, Acting from Will because you he's gone the whole season yeah, last yeah. year. Will's and he was, like, he, yeah. I thought he was the one of the best parts about season two. Like, 
He added the horror element, I thought, to it. Yeah, he's a really great kid actor. Yeah. Like, I, I don't Which, think that's big coming from me. Yeah. I, especially, like, that could have easily been, like, a very annoying character, I feel. Yeah. Like, with all, like, the, like, kind of... Him saying, like, kind of creepy things, you're always kind of, like... Yeah, like, that easily could have been bad. When he says he likes it cold, that could have been cringy, but it, it was oh, actually it made, scary. It, like, it made my like, spine like chill. Like, it yeah, really he good. was. Yeah, well, he's gonna be great. I mean, he already he's is gonna be after. so good cool when he this grows up. This kid's yeah. got a bright future. <laughs> yeah, but places. Um, <laughs> and I feel kind of like the first season was more like suspense, like you kind of finding out what everything is, and I like how at this you know everything and pretty much everyone's on board at this point. Yeah. And it was much less people not believing other people. Yeah. Which I was glad about. Because, like, after all that went down in that town, if, like, Winona Ryder's character came back and I was like, hey, this is happening people didn't believe her. I'm like, what do you think just happened for the last season? Yeah. Like, she was right. Oh, so, yeah. the, I was glad to see that. Especially, I think the second half of this season is really, I mean, it's great entertainment. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> now that's what I call <laughs> That's what I call Stranger Things. Oh. The ending was perfect, too. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, like they, they Sets really it up if they won't, like, with keeping going. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> You're wrong, RJ. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are my TV shows of 2017. Sweet! Alright. <laughs> well, my... Two out of my three are the same as what Lucha said, and nice. I don't, don't want to beat off a dead horse or anything, but nah, as, nah, that's how the saying goes. That's, that's, the, saying. that's the phrase. As we know. Um, yeah, Stranger Things 2 was, it, it exceeded my expectations. I think, especially because Stranger Things Season 1 was so, it was so successful, and then 2 was so hype, if it had been disappointing, like, it would have sank hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the average wouldn't have been acceptable, like, it had yeah. to be really great, and it was... Um, so, love Stranger Things too. Also, I mean, I I was into Rick and Morty, like, like you, you binge-watched, like, pretty much all Oh, you like Rick and Morty? Name five of their songs. <laughs> Name all Get their albums. <laughs> their, their entire discography. Yeah, Rick Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Um, but yeah, no, I, I started watching, I think, beginning of season two. So, That's kind of I jumped in. Yeah, there, so, yeah. I... I don't think there's many people who really, like, from the very first episode and up, like, yeah, always it was just it, there probably it were, had such off time between two and three. A lot of people jumped it's, in. It started as an online cartoon yeah. with a different name. So if you are a huge fan of Justin Roiland, then you probably were right. really hype since the pilot episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, the pilot of this is really solid. I mean, that, yeah. that wasn't twenty seventeen, but I mean, like it's a very I, solid I pilot. What is the pilot? Oh, I love the opening of the pilot. Like the the opening of the pilot like, gets where, like, me sold on like, it right away. Where he's like, shit. it's gonna be a new Adam and Eve morning. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. be Adam. Jessica's gonna be Eve. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go for Jessica. That's that's for you. <laughs> um, it's like perfect characterization. Yeah, yeah like you really know what everyone's about right off the bat, and like mm-hmm. you remember everyone's name. It's not like a show yeah, like, who's that or like what is like you remember everything. Very right? true. But yeah, I season three. That there are very few shows where I'm. I feel like most shows I watch are kind of after the fact when I'm, they're available for streaming, but this was religiously every week I actually yeah. tuned yeah. in to watch it live, so I was really excited about that. Adult Swim is like... They, I love their yeah, network. Yeah, they really good stuff. It's because yeah. they give, like, total creative control. Yeah. Like, complete creative control, so it's a lot of, like, crazy stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff, too. Like, I don't Have you guys ever watched any of the Tim and Eric stuff? Mm-hmm. On the Bedtime Stories. I love the yeah, Bedtime yeah. Stories, and they're awesome shit. That I think it's so, so weird. funny. Um, yeah, and my third was the Netflix show Big Mouth. 
starring John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. I, I did a YouTube video it, reviewing all of this. The Ghost so, of Duke Ellington. Yeah, so I would recommend if you want to hear John's full review, check out the LJJR Studios YouTube channel and click on it and listen Skip to it. Give it and a like bop. It. Yeah. And subscribe. Yeah, and, sub and subscribe and share it. And then watch it again and repeat. But anyways. But this, anyways. Yeah, this was a really, um, again, kind of a sleeper, but... I mean, it, it was hard not to watch it because it has such a big-name cast. Um, They're big John Mulaney guys. Yeah. All, yeah, if you like Nick Kroll or John Mulaney. Yeah, you, you'll, yeah, you'll pretty, pretty much guarantee you'll like this because it's their humor very much. So. Yeah. Um, and it's... I feel like there have been so many failed animated adult shows that are trying to work their way into the lineup that already exists. But this one, this one definitely exceeded my expectations, and I'm excited for season two. I'd agree. Yeah. So those are, those are my shows. Alright, well, I had five shows, just because, well, two of them were, like, HBO, because they just always knock it out of the park. Um, I had Game of Thrones, because the newest season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so good. It was, what I, like, what I initially thought I wasn't going to like about the season ended up being one of the best parts was that because it was such a lower count of episodes... There were no filler episodes, oh, yeah. which was always, like, a downfall. It was, like, there was always one or two episodes in Game of Thrones season that were, like, this is just setting up next week's, and it's kind of annoying that, like, I I want to see more, but, like, it's just setting everybody in place for, like, next week's big episode. But every episode was, like, that next episode where everything was happening, and it was just so good, and I can't wait for this next season that's not going to come out for, like, another year. Yeah, I'm so mad at <laughs> it. was so sad. But... Yeah, phenomenal job. Um, Westworld was my next one. Did you guys watch that? I watched that. That's a good one. So good. I like. I talked to a couple people that were like, they had to get. They, it took a couple episodes to get into it. Yeah, that was the same with me. I, I think the concept had me like hooked from like episode one. I was so like intrigued by this whole basically basically like amusement park with AI like robots that let you do anything like. It just seemed like this crazy dystopian sort of thing that I really, really loved. And it, it the story was phenomenal. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, I'll save spoilers because I don't know if you guys want will end up watching it. But Rick and Morty I also had, for all the reasons we named, just really great, smart comedy that um, never fails to surprise me and always like gets me laughing a lot. It's uh, something new yeah, for it's, the most part. It always like comes up with a weirder, like newer take on something that I can't. Like, I never thought of it. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, I'd also had Legion, which was on FXX. They just FX. Was it just FX? Well, no, no it was FXXX. Ah. <laughs> it was softcore porn. Yeah. Um, but I, it was one of the two. But it was Dan Stevens who played um, the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. And he plays uh, Professor X's son, Legion. Um, in like sort of an origin stories type um, story and it's so like amazingly shot FX does a really good job with TV shows as a whole yeah I um, really like yeah. Atlanta yeah oh, Atlanta was, was great I, I don't was that this year? I don't think so no, it was last year. It was last year. Was it last year? Yeah. It was okay. But yeah, that um, was, I, I yeah, agree. really great. I, a lot of people love Fargo. I keep meaning to get into That's it. That's a good show. Yeah, I I really want to get into. It. I just movie. keep like not getting like I keep forgetting to set aside time to do it, but really really like visually great and the story is awesome and it's a great cast too Aubrey Plaza's in it um it I have nothing but good things to say it, it, it was one of those like 
it's confusing, but bear with it because it really builds towards a great storyline. Um, and it's not too much of a watch. I think it was like eight or ten episodes. Uh, and then my last one was Always Sunny. I yeah. I, what number of seasons is this? Now? It was twelve. This twelve. Yeah. It like really knocked it out. <laughs> it did so like, well, and it took it. This show is criminally underrated. It never gets any looks for like award, like Emmy awards or anything like that. It's been on for twelve seasons, so yeah. automatically it has to be good. And it every episode makes me laugh out loud. I love these characters yeah. so much. They're <laughs> such pieces of shit, but I love each and every one of them so much. And they did such smart things to like make up. Like they did one from its Frank's point of view, and they oh did, my god, they did that one was... where it was the gang turned black. Like they had this like weird dream, like dream where they all turned to black, and it was like talking about like racial inequality, but like in a really really funny smart way. There was one where, and it was like a musical episode too, and they did the water park one that was really oh, funny. Yeah. They did a. Uh, and they did so many smart things. Is this things. the one that ended with them on the cruise and they're like... In the no, that, that was, was season, season that was 11. Season. But that one was so good. Too. <laughs> like, they never... I feel like they never miss a beat. There's not a season I can think of where I don't like it. Like, Except for maybe like season one where Frank is Yeah, there. But yeah. that's like still good, though. Exactly. I, they've just only gotten stronger. And yeah. I think, like, and they've really remained true to themselves too I haven't felt like they've gotten like softer no. at all if anything they really doubled down on things and it's yeah the arbitration episode where it talks about the lottery ticket oh yeah like they never <laughs> failed to like just so continuously like surprise me it's so funny and ass that was blaster. my list <laughs> the ass blaster <laughs> <laughs> the ass blaster three uh, I and I guess it was last season was the trial of the century. With, oh uh, yeah. But that one gave Charlie McDennis for a run for his money is my favorite episode. But yeah, this season was really, really great. Alright, Jen. Okay. So I had Game of Thrones and Always Sunny as yeah. well. And then I had Snowfall, which was... That was the cocaine one. Yeah, it's uh, how crack was invented. Oh, cr crack. What but it was like... What the whole was that on? It's FX. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like about cocaine the entire like first season, except for the ending where the kid learns how to make crack and then sells it. Okay. But like it was just... It was so interesting, and all the characters... Like were really put to, well put together. Was it like Breaking Bad esque? It was kind of like Breaking Bad. It it's in a it, go. It's based. It's somewhat real. Like based it, on. It's like true events somewhat. Yeah. Right. Not real characters, I don't think. But okay. It's in a go in the way that Breaking Bad does, where each character goes like into a dark spiral. Right. And eventually, probably gets killed. But super random drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, but what, what was it on? FX. FX. FX is... Like, they, they, kill they, it, they kill it on they They're right up there with AMC, I think, at this point. Yeah. I think they're honestly think, better than AMC right now. Yeah, like, other the than only Breaking AMC Bad, show yeah. that I watch well, I mean, Preacher Breaking that Bad's I like. Over. I mean, Better Call Saul... I mean, I guess that might be an old bunch. Yeah. The only AMC show that I watch is Preacher, but I watch a bunch of FX shows. Like, they really... They do a good job. Yeah, and Walking Dead has just, like, gone to shit. Yeah, it's I really don't like yeah. Walking Dead anymore. <laughs> Like I tried watching it this this season. It's, it's trash. So what? It's I never every, awful. Everything's a filler now. I dropped <laughs> off. I dropped off way like before. Like I I didn't try any of the Negan episodes. Like I, I dropped off a couple. Like I think a season or two before. I was like I'm out. I'm I really like the first season. Oh I I and like it starts really strong. Like the first 
couple like the first season and a half, two seasons. Yeah, I like yeah. The, season the two. First. I don't. The farm stuff's kind of. There's good moments in it. Better moments than there are now. Yeah. But <laughs> it's Not still just. It's so. Have any of you guys watched Fear: The Walking Dead? Is that oh any my better? God. I, exactly. I tried watching that. Really? It's so bad. It's uh, all just built up to like a finale and like. Yeah. Oh, there's so many characters <laughs> that, like, Oh my god There's they so many such characters great that. actors too and yeah. Like every Like the writing yeah. Like Oh my god <laughs> There's just so many characters That you can't like Focus on one character And like feel for them yeah. It's always just like Cut to this guy Cut the The other guy And it's I so much potential To be like amazing yeah. And like the whole Glenn thing Like that really took me out. This is a spoiler, thing. but... Really? Yeah. Can I say a spoiler here? Wait, this is a very recent one, but I think I just saw that they, like, straight up just real quickly, like, wrote Carl out of it. He got bit in the stomach. Yeah. And then I, they were interviewing the kid who plays Carl, and he was like, yeah, they, they just, like, fired me. He was like, I just bought a house. <laughs> I just bought a house here, and they, like, just wrote me off of the show, so I don't really know yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> Amos out I thought that was, like, a, the show was about Carl. You'd think. That's like how the comic goes. Yeah, but I hear nothing but good things about the comic. The comic yeah, is really, really good. Robert like a really big um, following, but yeah. I feel like the show's burned so many fans. Like nobody like really likes it anymore. Everyone just tolerates it because they put in too much effort to like back out now. Exactly. But I like I was like I'm done. I mean they they sick of this. I will say one of the things they have definitely improved on is like the zombie effects. Yeah. Like, like yeah. the zombies look really good now. Yeah. But not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not enough. <laughs> Who's in it for the just to see the zombie? I mean, I, I mean, I get, I can see actually some people being just like, I just want to see some zombies get killed. But that's like not even a thing anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just fighting demons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. It's like it's not about that anymore. It's about like, the humans they. Uh, yeah, at like, least like before, like you'd be like, oh, at least that cool zombie got killed this way, and now it's just like, oh my god. And now just... there's a fucking tiger just eating people. <laughs> Like, it doesn't make sense. So annoying. Yeah, and like it's a show I really want to like. Yeah, I, w I wish it was good. It's not that I like wish it was bad. I wish it was good. And I hate how it's going on. Like at this point, just fucking end it. Just give yeah. them one last. It yeah. keeps making so much money. Just though. have everybody die. Or they like, can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Such a disappointment. Especially yeah. like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. I mean, he's really great as so that. good. And, like, I really like Andrew Lincoln. He's a really solid actor. Yeah. Hopefully this ends so you can do other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Set him free. But, like, what I was saying about the whole Glenn thing, I mean, like, now if anyone dies, I don't feel anything. I have no attachment to any characters. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Carl thing, it was just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, I hated Carl in the first place. Like, Yeah, I never was, really liked Carl yeah. that much. I mean, even, I, even then, like, like, even if Daryl died, I'd just be like, whatever. Kill yeah. them all. <laughs> they like, they end this thing. Die. Kill them all. So that was on, that was off of Snowfall, right? That was like that wasn't even any of on our list. Right, that was that. a chance. That's that's the worst, worst, the 20, worst of the twenty seventeen. Yeah, worst of twenty seventeen. <laughs> worst. Of Add like, it to the list. Worst of like the past eight. I'm gonna years. have a worst of twenty seventeen. Okay. Recap at the end. All right. And then my last TV show is The Punisher. No, oh, okay, yeah, you're still doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, RJ's still gone. <laughs> That I, was yeah, just I like, didn't get to see the Punisher. How you said it was really good. Yeah, it was just really good. It's, it's the best of like these Marvel Netflix ones. Oh yeah, definitely better than the first Daredevil, and but the Punisher you see in the like the first half of the second season of Daredevil is like what you see throughout the entire show. Yeah, which is what the best part of. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. just the Punisher being the Punisher 
beating up a bunch of people. Punish. Just, you know, punish Guys being you know, dudes. <laughs> avenging his uh, dead family, you know. Classic the, punish. Classic, classic punish. I heard, like, some people, like, the old movies aren't terrible. I heard <laughs> one isn't terrible. Yeah, I heard, um... Like the Dolph Lundgren one, maybe? Is that the one? Maybe. I don't, uh, I don't really I think it's, like, like Annihilation. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Warzone. Warzone. Punisher Warzone. Yeah. I think that's, like, Apparently one. one of them was, like, pretty damn good. Yeah. Especially for back then, like, yeah. superhero movies were. Real, real toss-up. <laughs> Spawn. Spawn's the good one. Oh. Oh. God. Worst of all 2017. Right. On to our hodgepodge list. I have six for this. Is that all your TV shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the hodgepodge is going to be... Th- uh, music you'll albums Exactly games. what it sounds like yeah, You'll Hodge get an Hodge. idea After like my list Of what Pop-pur-y. it is I only have albums Sadly oh, That's alright um, I only have albums oh, uh, Anyways Alright so my first On the hodgepodge Is the Infinity War trailer Oh I mean even, Talk about goosebumps I mean, yeah, I, mean <laughs> I got goosies Every time I watch I get goosebumps Even like The second time At Last Jedi Like Just like seeing them All right at the camera And then that Avengers theme And like this has all been building up to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've really been excited for this movie for a long time. I mean, probably... I was probably so more, 17 movies have been building up towards. Yeah, and I've been looking forward to this... I was probably looking forward to this more than Last Jedi. I mean, I still really enjoyed Last Jedi. Yeah. And Star Wars is always so hyped every yeah. movie. But, I mean... If you want to hear more about the, all the Marvel build-up, then you should yeah, go listen, listen to, to our, uh, our Marvel our Cinematic Universe discussion episode. Absolutely. After Absolutely. this. After this, of course. <laughs> Alright, um, my next hodgepodge is Oh Hello. The... Mm. Oh, oh, surprise rating. Hello. Oh. It was, it's a Broadway... Sh- it was oh, a Broadway... Hello. Um, with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. It was based off, like, characters from, like, the Nick Kroll show. It's on Netflix now. Um, Big I, I, I saw it live and the Netflix special. I mean, I, I've watched it so many times. It's really... I... It's like it's similar to the humor of Big Mouth, but like old men. But old. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, it's hilarious. I think like it's so funny. it's so quotable and like I think it's both Mulaney and Crow at their very best. I just really want another Mulaney stand up. Like that that made me yeah, want more Mulaney I mean, it's, like, it's like the best of Mulaney. Yeah. And the best of Crow. Like mm-hmm. it, and they work off. They have such great chemistry. Together. They do work off. Yeah, I really I well. didn't even know. I, I think I came over to your house one time and it was playing in the background I had no idea what it was but I was laughing my ass off in, like, in a minute yeah <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny yeah yeah it, it's really great um, definitely worth a watch on Netflix um, my next on the list is Assassin's Creed Origins that was the newest I don't know what number they're up to now if you want to see a walkthrough of Assassin's uh, Creed Origins uh, check out our YouTube well part of it what could have been <laughs> yeah um I mean, still really disappointed in the present day story. Still really, really weak on that point. I mean, maybe it has been really dropped off. I stopped after uh, the Revolutionary War one. Um, yeah, that that was the downfall of the present day one. Yeah, Desmond. Um, it seems like maybe this new character like has potential to build up. It was kind of cool if you like some of the Easter eggs and it connects to the movie, which was shit. Yeah. Still, it's kind of cool that like like they're all connected. So and they're kind of doing like. I feel like that was one that, I mean, the movie was really bad in a lot of ways, but one of the worst parts was that it didn't connect at all to the games. Really. Yeah, I just can't believe, like, concerning the movie, you have all that, like, amazing stuff from the game, like, the Ezio trilogy, you had, um, like, all of that before it, and they chose to do that, and, yeah. like, absolutely not connected, and they completely fucked it up. Yeah, and, like, they're very cinematic games. Yeah. I've seen, I'm surprised it took this long for a movie to get made. 
It's because they kind of are movies. And Fastbender is great. I mean, and Jeremy Irons is... I mean, like, as actors are great. Not yeah. <laughs> not, um, not like they, they didn't have much of a work with it. Yeah. Much <laughs> I, and another thing about the movie real quick. Um, I didn't like what they did with the Animus. How, like... They yeah, it was jump, a weird crane. Yeah, how it's jumping back and forth. And that just kind of... That takes you out of both. It takes you out of the present day and the past. Another but, thing. Like, you have all that source material and you choose to change it to that. Yeah. Like, just make it a bed. It, yeah. it can just be a bed. Real disappointment. Um, but anyway, back to AC Origins. Like, the present-day story is weak, but the, like, the actual, like, the main character, um, and the whole Egypt setting is really cool. And gameplay-wise, this is, like, the smoothest, yeah, like, the free-running and, like, the whole arrow system they have, and it, like, gameplay-wise, this is really smooth. Like, especially in the old ones, there's always a lot of bugs and, like, Climbing places you're not trying to go, but this one really gameplay wise was a, a new level. Definitely the best since Black Flag. I enjoyed this more than Black Flag. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot to say about that game. Transition. Um. Uh, in this, I include Funky Wave Bounces Volume One, Calvin Harris's album this year. Oh, I thought you were sh I like those series of words like didn't match up, and I was like, "What is he saying?" <laughs> um, so he's Luke having a stroke on, <laughs> on live I, podcast. I really like this album. I mean, I don't know a ton about music, but I really like listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as much as you can ask from music, it was, folks. It was a good album. Yeah, yeah I really yeah, liked agree. it. Oh. Especially the three that he re re released as singles. Like those were really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really like Calvin Harris. I think this is his best yet. Yeah. As, a, as an album as a whole. Yeah. Um, the, the other album I had was Divide by Ed Sheeran. Um, I've always really liked Ed Sheeran. I saw him once in concert. I don't think this is as good as his last album, uh, Multiply. But, I mean, this was still a really solid album, and I listened to it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Second semester of freshman year. All right. It's good. Good stuff. And my last hodgepodge is... There's, I think maybe some of that came out this year was Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Is that what Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are really sure. good. Some of it was this year, I'm pretty sure. It's going to be on Netflix this January. But um, I watched a ton of that this year. I like, found out about this year. I'm pretty sure this new season was the beginning of this year, so consider 2017. But it really, I mean, they're all short, and you can just kind of pick, like, if there's a, whoever he's, like, kind of interviewing that episode if you like that person just pick those out but they're all really fun watches and really like like how Jimmy Fallon's very scripted this is all like really laid back and feels pretty genuine for the most part yeah and gives a good insight on comedians and their actual day-to-day life but yeah that's my hodgepodge list good list nicely good done list. yeah well I also had Oh Hello on my list um, just for the same reasons Lou mentioned, it's probably peak Mulaney, and I'm a huge John Mulaney fan, and it's just a really hysterical premise, so that was on my list. Otherwise, I had all music albums, because a lot of my favorite bands um, dropped new albums uh, this year, and most of them either met or, or exceeded my expectations. So I had um, Coldplay released an EP called Kaleidoscope, which is sort of like a companion EP to their most recent album. Um, and I had seen them on tour last year, so I was really excited about this. And it's kind of like... Uh, a lot of what Coldplay does now is very pop 
they do a lot of collabs, just like for radio plays. I think people have kind of just like associated, yeah. Like people just think of Coldplay as like on par with like Chainsmokers. Like you just like kind of hear them a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, very radio heavy. Well, yeah, very radio friendly, and you have like people who just know them for that, and then you have like fans that have been fans for like since the beginning. The real fans. Hear that? The real so fans. Name three of their songs. Oh, that's that's pretty easy. Name. <laughs> Name five. Name one of their songs. <laughs> Name six. That's reasonable. You don't know the real Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. But but anyway, no. The, the Kaleidoscope EP though, it went with the most recent album, so it had pop elements. But it was actually a lot like their old stuff. So I, I, I like the new stuff. Don't even yeah. get me started on the stuff. new stuff. You don't even know, <laughs> man. You don't know Chris Martin the way I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was a really good idea. Like have like a sort of pop album and then have like a little companion piece that sounds more like the old stuff so everyone's happy um everybody I miss happy. the old cool place um I also had humans by gorillas oh yeah yeah Joe I know you're you're a new gorillas convert yeah I am this this was kind of a controversial album because like it, every single almost every single song is a collaboration yeah and they're known for their collabs but and they've done a very similar album where there was always a guest singer or a guest producer or something. Um, but it doesn't necessarily sound the way you would expect from Gorillaz. Um, but it grew on me a lot. I think it's incredibly strong and there's some really, really catchy songs on there. Um, and also add uh, the Killers album, Wonderful Wonderful, because I'm a huge Killers fan. It's exactly what I expected. As an honorable mention, um, I, I threw in the new U2 album. Because, alright, here's <laughs> this the boy loves. I love my YouTube. Everybody here knows that, but and I felt like they had to redeem themselves from like <laughs> forcing their last album on everyone's phones, and <laughs> no one was wanted that, it. I've never been more one? offended. That was a free one. Yeah, well, I've never yeah. been more personally offended. I know. Yeah, and I was. That was a dreadful, dreadful PR move, and honestly, a pretty weak. Bad album. day to be a YouTube fan. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, I mean, and I was, then a good was, day to be. A yeah, I was happy about happy to get it. Disappointed in them at the same time, but <laughs> I was like, they need to redeem themselves, and I thought that, um, they th this the last two albums intentionally go together. Like the free one was called Songs of Innocence, and this one was Songs of Experience. Um, so that it's like a two part album, but this one was definitely way stronger, and I was excited for it. So, did you see the SNL that they were on? Yeah, they, they that wasn't that good. They, there was like the oh, rock and roll song. Yeah, that, that I, I I do not like that song. They, no, I don't. Okay, they like you heard it here first. The, okay, the, the reason that this one's an honorable mention, not a top three. It's not a perfect album. It's hit and miss. I think the hits are really strong, but that was probably one of the weakest songs on the album. And yeah. they chose to perform that one, and the audio quality was oh, really was, bad. He had like a megaphone, and he used it with a microphone, yeah, he and, had a, and that, it still wasn't amplified. Enough. It wasn't amplified, and for some reason the guitar was so muffled, and that's yeah. that's the, supposed to be the most hard-hitting part of the song. You couldn't hear anything. It was so hard to watch. Couldn't hear Jack. Couldn't hear Jack. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, U2 wins because I'm seeing them in the summer, so they have my money, and that's, that's what they want the most. Right, so. they did it. They did it. Um, they won. So nice that's that's my list. Very music heavy. Yeah, mine's mine's on music one, as well. One last thing, I just want to say real quick Son about my hodgepodge list. <laughs> in um, comedians and cars getting coffee. At this point, I would recommend watching that over Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Wow, I would go that far. Mine? Yeah, that's we discussed briefly. Yeah. Did we talk about it on recording or not recording? Uh, we've mentioned it as like what we've been watching. 
Yeah. I was disappointed yeah. by this newest season of Curb Enthusiasm. It's definitely... The older season. seasons are so good, but yeah, I feel you. Um, I feel like their peak was the end of, like, the original stuff. Yeah. Like, the last two seasons, but... Um, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh... My hodgepodge is basically all music, if I'm being honest. Um... I had Humans as well by Gorillaz. Like John said, I'm I'm a recent uh, initiate into Gorillaz culture, and I'm, I'm really loving it. And I kind of because of that, I was more accepting right off mm-hmm. the bat of Humans. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have a like predisposition as to like what the Gorillaz were like sound wise. Oh, you like the Gorillaz? What's the name of their band? Give me the backstory of the animated character. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, so, that, that's, murder, most, yeah. that's honestly the most... That's that like, got me the most into them. Was yeah. that I literally... I spent a night reading through their, their like, history, and it was so funny to me that, like... Yeah. That, Is there any way to figure that out? Like, yeah, not, not by reading, like, Wikipedia. There's a it, YouTube like, video where it goes through, like, each phase. You can't know it on your own. Yeah, like, there's, there's no way to actually find out by just, like... Nah. It's not like... And it's like, song. you have to watch certain music videos to, like, like, El Manana, it, like, connects mm-hmm. into the storyline. Yeah, time, or it's like so... It's complicated because each character has a background, and there's there's a canon story that goes on behind it's the scenes. It's so amazingly complex. And there's also... And it goes with some of the music videos. So the, some of the music Only videos help, them, help tell that story. Like, wow. some of them do. Some of them just don't matter, but, like... Yeah. It's, it's wild, the connections that, like... These yeah. two guys that made gorillas like came up with for it. It's really really insane. Um, there's even like I've seen talks of like there's gonna be a show. Oh, I think like an animated that show. For a real long time. There yeah well there was um, there was gonna be a movie. Yeah there, there have been animated shorts online. Um, yeah but I've I've seen things like yeah, yeah. Trying, they're trying to do a show. I, I well I know very recently actually one, I think the bass player tweeted that there's a new gorillas album already coming out soon. Is that really? Like, like, oh. it, like, it was kind of... That's the thing, is, like, since I'm now in, I'm hoping that, because there's a big hiatus between the last there album There was. Humans. Yeah, it was a huge deal when this dropped because yeah. it had been maybe five years. And, yeah. And they, the bass player tweeted that they're they're working on it as they tour, and it's probably going to come out next year. Oh, man. So that, I'm excited. That would be insane. But, uh, yeah, it's it's very different as I've kind of immersed more into, like, their older stuff and come back to humans. It's the very different, stuff. but, uh, yeah, the oldies. But, uh, I really liked it. Um, I'd say probably my favorite off it was Appren- was the Apprentice or Saturn bars, but um, yeah, Saturn bars was really yeah, good. Uh, really good. I really liked it. Uh, beautiful Thugger Girls, Young Thugs take oh. on country music, as my friend explained to me. It's which so it's good. not that like what I said, it's not country music. It's not his take on country music because there's a lot of acoustic in it. Absolutely bumps, and. He's so good. He's like, I used to not at all like it. Whenever yeah, he, like he the, first jumped on the scene, I really didn't like it. Like, him. what was that one? Uh, uh, lifestyle. Yeah, that yeah. was so everyone, good. Everyone, was, everyone hated him. And then he went and dropped Slime Season, like, and, and a couple more. And he just, he went one after the other and slowly won over a bunch of people. And he just, he creates absolute jams. It's so good. But Beautiful Thought Girls was great. What did you think about his new album with Future? Um, I haven't given it as fair due listen wise, but okay. What I've heard, all right. I've I've like really yeah. Girls has taken up a lot of my time, um, dedication wise, but I'll get back to you on it. Uh, Awaken my oh, love was my next yeah, one. It was okay. So. Awaken my love was my next one. Was Childish Gambino. Uh, we had conflicting views on it. Just 
I he went so different. I mean, also on it. I haven't listened to the whole thing completely yeah. like, more than once. I he went all so different on it, and I was initially really against it. But as I've kind of like given it its fair due and like listened through a couple times, it's really nice. It's really nice to like just chill with and. Uh, it's very good vibe and music, which I really like. Um, it's kind of like, it seems like every, like, rapper R&B type, they kind of have first, like, their commercial album, and then they do, like, their own weird... This seemed like his yeah. very, like, creative, like, child yeah. sort of like, thing. Like, his was that. I feel like Kendrick Lamar's was Damn, and, like, his commercial was Mad City. And, like, I like Mad City Gips, so like, much Childish more. And Bino, I feel like his commercial was um, Because of the Internet. Yeah. And, like, yeah. this is, like, his thing. I feel yeah. like every, everyone just does as they do at one point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and plus, anything he does, I feel like, is really good. Yeah, yeah. I love really him. Yeah, he's insane. He's awesome. But, uh... I don't yeah. like him. I'm excited to see... Hey, now. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons I'm excited for... Sola. Yeah, Hong yeah. Sola movie. Yeah, he... Yeah. Absolutely. I and love to see him as a, as a young... I, I haven't heard anything about it, but I'm excited about it. Like, I think it's, it's, com- ha- it's happening. It's, yeah, it's like, he's just yeah. done so much. When would he have time? Yeah. yeah. Um... What I, like I'll I'll just use these as honorable mentions. I'd also had like saturation one, two, and three from yeah. Brockhampton. So there, good. I'll like. Uh, did you have them on the list? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll let you do most of the explaining then. But they, I might. Well, not. Most <laughs> I don't. Of the I don't know. Like, like a lot. I just your thoughts. I'll go uh, light okay. on it. But like it, they they have a really cool sound. I really like them. Yeah. Uh, they call themselves the Internet's first boy band. <laughs> I really <laughs> like it. Uh, and then Flower Boy from uh, Tyler the Creator. It was um, his newest album, and I'd kind of like softened on Tyler uh, for a little while there, uh, but he really came out strong with this. And that's my list. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. OJ. Okay. Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. Sorry. Hodge, George. <laughs> Sorry. Hodge, uh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> He's having a stroke. <laughs> Hodgepodge, but starts with OJ. Yeah, we got the wordplay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> so I also had Beautiful Thugger Girls. Yeah. Amazing Yeehaw! album. My roommate got me into that. Uh, <laughs> Take a sip or not. Okay. <laughs> 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 he, he brought it up to his face like three times. <laughs> I'm just doing a lot of business with that water bottle. <laughs> I'm jerking it off right now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's multitasking. Young Thug. Anyways. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, I, like, knew absolutely nothing about him other than the lifestyle song. Yeah. Before. Anyways. like a huge fan of his. And, like, I got into him when he released that single about, uh, with, on me, with, uh, Lil Yachty. And I listened to that so much. And then my roommate told me to listen to Beautiful Thugger Girls. And then I listened to that. And I think I put that album on replay, like, (laughs) my entire drive home from school. (laughs) For, like... Five hours straight. Like, it's There's so many jams. So Family good. Don't Matter is amazing. Just Tomorrow Till Infinity is amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Just like every single song. Except for that one Get High song. Yeah. The one with Snoop Dogg. Like, that wasn't. Like, Snoop Dogg more of like a. For the name rather than the song these yeah, days. It wasn't that great. But, like, other than that, it was so good. And then I have Catch These Vibes by PB Rock. 
which is a newer album. You do you know? Nah, I don't know them. He's a he's a rapper, singer. He's like an oh, RB rapper. Singer. Uh, oh, rapper, huh? Uh, I used to do the rap myself. Is he, is he new? Is it do a little bit he, of rip rap? He was in the. Double XL freshman cover. Do you know? I like have I. Do you I know like, A Boogie? Like nah. I don't know any of these. <laughs> <laughs> Are these words? No. I don't know. I really don't care about. about this XXL freshman class because I hated most of the guys. Okay. <laughs> Did you know the like the the drowning song with Kodak? Um, sort of. Okay. Not that, enough that to was, be like yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, then never mind. Okay. But, like, <laughs> catch these vibes. Really good catch album. These hands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I like the entire album. There's like no bad songs on it. And then what? I think there's a few bad oh, songs. Oh, challenged. <laughs> Did you listen to it? No. Name three of their songs. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I won't. <laughs> but I know what I know. You don't like them? Name their bad songs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> then the, all the saturations by Brock Hampton. Yeah, so good. <laughs> um, like they came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, I like, had never heard of them, and then suddenly I was listening to like two of their albums at the same time. Like I knew that one song by Kevin Abstract, Empty. Yeah. Have you listened? Like that. That's such a good song. And then it showed up on my recommended for YouTube. It's like and twenty then I, guys in it. What? There's like twenty guys in Brock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brock but Hampton. only like five of them. Yeah. And I, I just watched all of their videos, like, one night. Yeah. And all of them are so good and well put together. Uh, their sound is just, like, their really... Their sound's really interesting. Yeah. And then I have uh, Don't don't Doubt the God by Mon Montana 300. He... French Montana? No, 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 Montana okay. 300. I was about to say, I was like... The state of Montana. <laughs> yeah. It's just 300 by the people state. from Montana, man. Montana, Montana. Are there 300 people in Montana? I don't know. <laughs> Barely. It's safe. Barely. No. Three of five. Two hundred ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh, but this was just a really good album. Um, he's he's really unique. Like he he's not afraid to say anything. Like his one song. He just says it all in his mind. You know? Yeah. His one song, "Wifing You." Like he just describes having sex with a girl through rap. <laughs> and it's. It's like it's a the sounds. <laughs> you, I can just listen to it over and over again, and it's so funny the way he describes having sex. But it's like also serious. It's like R and B in a nutshell, though. It's like describing but, sex. But it's like also rap, and it's rap. weird to. It's just a really unique sound. Also, he starts real early. It's like first we're gonna go out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every first I meet you. <laughs> every like, last detail. It's a twenty-minute song. Yeah. Like he gets so graphic on it. But it's, <laughs> it's so. Uh, it's uh, so. What's funny. that? What's this song again? Wife and you. Like, like I highly recommend really listening to just down. that song. But the entire album is it's one kind of, of like that. with your parents type of song. Exactly. <laughs> Play in the car on the family road trip. <laughs> it's like the birds and the bees kind of song. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to that song, and if you like that, you'll like the rest of the album. You like sex. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's my poopery. Your poopery. Right. <laughs> your poopery. <laughs> Wow. Is there, I just thought this now. Is there anything like that we really all hated and we just want to talk about real quick? From I think year? Joe has a list going. No, it's it's quite light. <laughs> it uh, was maybe, is there anything that we've all seen? Um, I, I didn't much care for Kong. 
Yeah, yeah, that's really? kind of shitty. I mean, it was, I, I, I mean, it wasn't like a good guy. Really I didn't hate it. Was it. App. No, that was just like things I've seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was in your honorable mention. No, no, it's it, like, was, it, it, was, it was. I liked it. It was like I, I, I mean, it wasn't like that. Was but fine. I mean, not, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like a, it, 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 it was a build towards what I, don't I really think it was want. as good as Godzilla. 2014. I, I like that it showed him more than Godzilla. Yeah, there's that. Too. I, yeah. I thought like the the purely characters themselves were better in Godzilla. Yeah, that's fair. Does he look like a bitch? Um, okay, calm. I didn't, yeah. I mean, I can't really think of any movies that I saw that were really, really bad. Uh, I saw, okay, my worst of 2017 was easily The Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's the worst fucking movie I ever saw in my life. What's that about? <laughs> it was, okay. Um, let me see if I can even, like, sum this up. Because the story's really weird. It's Nicole Kidman and, uh, and Colin Farrell. A couple like on say no more. Um, yeah, no, perfect. <laughs> but it's about this guy that he's a surgeon that for some reason is like a mentor to this kid because he acts like his his father who the kid's father was one of the surgeon's patients, but the surgeon accidentally like, like the, the patient <laughs> wait the patient died the patient died on the surgeon's table. So, like, the, the surgeon now, like, mentors the kid, and it turns into a really weird, like, uh, none of the people act like people actually act, if that makes sense. Like, nobody talks how people oh, talk. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's like, hi, how are you Kinda doing like, you know, today? Do you like my oh, watch? I'm successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and then, for some reason, there seems to be, like, a curse put on the family by the boy. Because he lost a family member, so now they need to lose a family member, and the guy has the surgeon has to choose who dies, and it's um and he can't he refuses to choose, and there's like a three part stage to this curse where like first they go through paralysis, and then uh, something else, and then their eyes start to bleed, and when that happens, like they're gonna die in like a couple hours. So that all happens, and he's losing. Like he realizes he doesn't really have another choice, so he puts them all in a room in a circle and spins around with a shot with a gun, and just it takes like three tries because he has a bandana over his eyes, but actually ends up like killing his son, and that's how he resolves it, and that's the end of the movie. Does he kill a deer? There's no deer. What the hell? Yeah, that's what I signed up for, but no, I didn't get one. Uh, it was like, and I was expecting psychological thrillers, so more so like plot-driven, when in reality, like, you're supposed to look at it, like, as an artsy film. It was without that, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I've never truly, like, hated a movie while I'm watching it, and, like, in the middle of it, I was like, I can't believe I fucking paid for this shit. <laughs> I was, like, so mad. But that was, that was my worst of 2017. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. So, Sounds go out great. and see it. <laughs> um, was Coffee Shop 2017? I don't... I couldn't... I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. This is a movie we watched on Netflix, but it's like, kind of like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh, we, we were intentionally looking I have a light bad. worst of 2017 list, which is The Walking Dead. Yep. In-game purchases or DLCs. Yep. Carrie Fisher dying. Mm. Yeah. That sucked. And sexual assault. I think we have a winner. Yeah. So, 2017 really showed its teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's the best, that's the yeah. worst. Yeah. My best, my real best was starting this podcast. <laughs> and my best is ending it, I'm leaving, I'm out. <laughs> oh.
No, but yeah, this was our first year doing this yeah. podcast, and we really enjoyed it, and we hope to keep doing it for like, many decades to come. Many to come. Um, but yeah, this was a good way to kind of cap off the year. yeah cap off the year. We we there were there were a lot of callbacks in our list to episodes that we've done in the past. So yeah, if you want to, yeah. like, most of these. Or in the past, like, you want to get more in-depth analysis. We're just living in the past, man. Yeah. Man. 2018 is when we look to the future. <laughs> All the possibilities. We don't really even know what our next episode we, is, so... We, maybe a Harry Potter Possible. episode. Yeah. Since that's moving to HBO. What yeah, we're thinking is... There's it's going on HBO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's there's a lot of movies coming kinda, out. Because, like, it used to always be... It was AMC, ABC Family, then Freeform. They always had Harry Potter weekends, but now mm-hmm. it's going to HBO. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's news, and that's kind of why we want to reflect on Harry Potter a bit. But the gist is that there, as many great movies that are coming out in 2018, really none of them are coming out in January. Yeah, it's, so, it's going to be a lot of... Except Paddington uh, 2. Except Paddington 2, of course. So, um, <laughs> you love that. I love the Paddington. <laughs> um, so, I've heard great things about the second one so far. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that, that may come up, but... Also, all, disaster, if, <laughs> if we get to see Disaster Artists. Um, oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, but uh, more than likely, we're going to have a few episodes here and there where it's either things that are old that we just want to discuss... Um, or ideally suggestions. So yeah, what better time to send us what you want to hear? Yeah, so ljjrstudios at gmail dot com. LJ, yeah, ljjrstudios at gmail dot com, and we'll also accept suggestions uh, on Twitter uh, at ljjrpod if you want to slide Make into it our your DMs. New Year's resolution to contact us because we all know that gym membership ain't gonna stick. Yeah, so yeah, the gym membership won't stick. We're free, but, but your your shout <laughs> out on our podcast will last forever on the internet. So please, <laughs> please let us know what it is that you would like us to talk about. Either something that uh, is something from the past that you want to review, or something that's coming out in 2018 that we may have overlooked, um, tell hadn't, them where they can hadn't find planned us. on seeing. So yeah, tell them where they can find us. Oh, I'm telling them all right. I'll tell them. Oh, I'm telling them. As <laughs> as I said, at LJJR Pod on Twitter under the extended cut, we're always posting our new episodes there and updates about what's going on behind the scenes. On Facebook, uh, under the extended cut with LJJR, same thing. Um, as Lou and I both already said, I'll say it one more time, we want you to email us at ljjrstudios at gmail.com with all of your questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, death Hate threats, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. And uh, finally, check out our YouTube channel, LJJR Studios. We've got a lot of good stuff from the past year and hopefully more stuff coming. So, with that, thank you so much for listening to us for the past few months, and we hope that you stick around through hope the new year. Had a good Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Have a great have a new, good year. new year. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we hope 2018 is great for you. So, sayonara.